Auckland's on a Saturday. It's me, Baz, keeping you company between now and three. Uh, joined by guests today. It's always nice to have guests in the studio. And I've got two guys here that I've not met before, so I'm really looking forward to talking to them. Let's say hello to them. We have got Zach. Hi there. Hi, Zach. And we've got... Now, it's interesting because we've got Big Will and Little Will. And I'm guessing by the sheer size of you, you're Big Will. Uh, no, I'm Little Will. <laughs> you you just... see the other bloke. He's, <laughs> he's winding me up now, huge. I'm sure. Uh, you guys started a business, I believe, in well, 2018, wasn't it? Yeah. So not long ago. Yeah. So it's fairly recently you've got kick-started into a new business. Uh, but you go back a long way, I think, guys. Where did you meet? So we all went to Reed School together in Oxshot, and we, we left around 2012. And then uh, we kind of worked a bit did some other things on the side and then we we living together for a little bit and we just thought it'd be a good idea to to kind of pack in what we were doing in, in offices before and 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 buy a horse box and convert it and, and start yeah, a business it was it was a bit of a it was it was a really fun decision actually it was kind of i saw one online and i used to work at a place called shred and butter in cobham which is a vehicle conversion company yeah uh and i convinced the boys one rainy afternoon why don't we give it a go and yeah, it's been it's been great fun ever since. So let's explain to the listeners. So you you bought yourself the first vehicle, is yeah. that right? And what was the vehicle? So it was a, it's a it was a rice horse box. They're quite they're quite common. You kind of see them at fairs and whatnot. It's essentially an old vintage horse box, and we yeah bought it from Birmingham. Bought it on down eBay. to Cobham. Yeah, bought it on eBay. <laughs> on eBay yeah, yeah, bit of bit of a punt on our part. Um, to, bought it down to Cobham and spent six months every weekend. Come snow, rain, wind. Uh, yeah, just converting it by hand. It was it was great, great fun. Okay, and what gave you the inspiration to do it? I think we we're the kind of people that would have always wanted to kind of break the mold, I suppose, a little bit, work for ourselves. Uh, and it was an opportunity that came along, and I think that that's kind of it was. It, we just thought, why not? You know, why not? But everyone's always doing crazy things, and I think we we were lucky. We've done a lot of traveling together. We've We've been all over the world doing crazy things here and there, and we thought, why don't we do something crazy at home for once? Wow, that's really cool. That's a really good idea. So you got started. The conversion, you say, took six months. Is that right? Yeah. Just to renovate the thing because it, it was a wreck? Or? I mean, we could, you can check out our Instagram if you want to see photos of what it looked like before. Yeah. So essentially it was painted bright red, and then behind the red it was previously painted blue. And we kind of wanted to give our like a, a bit of a special look around it, so we thought it'd be a good idea, but in <laughs> hindsight, probably wasn't to try and sand back all those years of paint to look like. And a, that's um, hard grafting, guys, isn't it? That oh is God. not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want a if you want a hard job, then try and sand back like a, a horse box for six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you I have no to... fingerprints <laughs> left by the end of that. If you want to see the, uh, have a look on Instagram. It's the, the drunken jockeys. But at the start, we we kind of put the process. So who came up with the name? Um, Actually, it was Will's dad. dad. Will's dad. Shout out Will's to, to yeah, Chris. Chris. Shout out to Chris Birchall, <laughs> the creative genius. <laughs> That's good. And and how did you go about marketing yourselves? Because there's quite a bit of competition out there, I would think. I mean, we we yeah. go around Brooklyn's to around. Uh, places like the Elmbridge Food Festival, we do the American uh, School in Cobham, places like that. And you see some fantastic um, retro vehicles that they've converted into coffee mm. shops. You've got the big red buses that do the big bars. Mm. So how did you get started? How did you market yourselves? So that's really your your bag. He's Zach will be quite modest about this, but you are kind of the creative visionary behind the brand, I'm, uh, I believe. And like you, you love taking kind of vintage props and that, that old school feel. Yeah. And implementing it into the business. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I think 
we we initially started off with the horse box and it was very much you know friends of friends would bring us in and and we do the odd gig here and there and we kind of earned our stripes uh and now and the business kind of changed and now we are very much a vintage bar company because we do so much so many other things apart from the horse box now we have three horse boxes now uh we've got this really beautiful old converted uh 1930s american uh, postal van uh and now we've moved into kind of uh finding going to car boots and antique fairs all over the country and finding beautiful pieces uh we've got one uh, bar that's a, a piece of tudor paneling that we've built into a, to a seven foot bar uh, and combining that with you know old suitcases and, and gramophones and things that i love and i think are beautiful pieces uh and that's how it started and from so then you're kind of building a theater set by the sound we of kind of are, i see yeah. us as set designers <laughs> i really do i think experiential marketing or bringing the experience to someone you know bar is a bar but a bar can be so much more than that and i think we offer that's kind of where we found our niche um, in terms of marketing you know it's we we're lucky will's a fantastic photographer like really awesome so and i did some web design previously so we could build our own website we take our own photos we you know my little cousin george a videographer he helped us out a lot um and we've just started a blog so we're learning on our feet but i Mm. think that you know it's about networking it's about meeting people and and we're lucky that the industry is great for that and having fun yeah i mean that's the main thing about the brand isn't it like we every event we do we just try to have the best time possible because we know that translates into good vibes for the party and we're not like the type of guys that will just rock up make a few drinks for people and then then leave we we like to i know play along have have games with the kids if there's kids running around um like have a have a good fun cocktail service go rocking on so yeah and i think everything's we always try and tailor everything you know so if you're at a wedding you always make sure like granny's always got some water or the bride's always got prosecco or previous to that you know what do they what drinks do you like have whatever you want let's let's try and make it work for them uh and you know we're lucky that we have the flexibility to do that because we're on such a small scale uh but you know we're, we're pushing to to move into festivals now and um yeah it's just it's great fun we have the ability to be creative every day and i don't think that i would struggle if i didn't have that ability I think that's brilliant. So just before we get into where you've been with the bar so far, I was really keen to learn more about, you, you've got three bars you're saying at the moment, or three different themes really, I guess. Kind can... of. We have, um, we have three mobile bars, Yeah. one of which is a cocktail bar called Arabella. Uh, we'd like to name them. We've got another one called The Pulling Station, which we probably should give an actual person's name. It's not but, a um, name. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we love it. It's a, it's a much thinner horse box that's just for, for kegs, really. So, so you put the kegs got, inside. Yes, yeah, so the kegs are inside, and you yep. just pull it up, and it's got taps all down the side, so you can just you so can self service, yeah. literally yeah. self service. Yeah, yeah. if, if you if you buy the kegs, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, if you buy the kegs, yeah. But if you get the kegs, we'll give it to you for nothing. So it's it's really great. So if you have like a pub or you're having yeah you know, like a like a party in your garden or whatever, you just we don't need to be there. We can just drop it off, and you can have unlimited unlimited beer or Guinness or whatever you want. And then you mentioned Arabella. Talk about Arabella. What's Arabella then? So Arabella was our first horse box, the one we bought off eBay from Coventry. Okay. And uh, that's the, the one we converted in the yard. It, uh, that's kind of where the, the name of the business came from, the drunken jockeys as well, because horse box and, and jockeys. Makes so, sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's more of what, of a cocktail type bar? Or? Um, it's a fully functioning general purpose bar. So we like to call it a cocktail bar, but we can put like a, a beer tap in there and keg it up as well. 
and just do everything else bottles and yeah it's, it's, it's just a fully functioning bar to be and honest and she looks great as well so she's um, yeah it's awesome and then we have the new one Sylvester uh, Sylvester is from the 1930s uh, it's a Harvester Metro van that um, it used to be an ambulance in Denver and then some uh, a woman brought it over here and it's been converted into a bar by our, our good friends down at Shred and Butter so that's yeah. a new addition. We've, we've yet to have so an outing with Sylvester. So if you feel like <laughs> if you feel like Sylvester's turning up to your party, then give us a shout. Yeah. And, and would you recommend what people take? Also, by the number of people they've got coming, is it? I mean, yeah, it's one very, very much yeah. so. I think that you know we started to do weddings uh, last year, and we loved them. There's something about a wedding. It's such a. I think I hadn't been to a wedding since I was like two and I've done like seven now so <laughs> now I feel like I'm fully in the wedding scene but um yeah it's again it's we tailor everything to to how many people you have how many guests what you want what the feel is uh and the inter now we've got two internal bars um you can see all the new shots on our website which is and they look great I love that yeah. but I, I love the idea that you, as you were saying Zach before the, the last break on last music how you're making it into theatre because I was looking at mm. you've got the old suitcases you know, you really do set a scene which is I think different from any Anybody else I've seen, yeah. So and that's really that's smart. Zach's idea. It's like your your baby, really, isn't it? The whole creative. Thing Would you again. take that further? Could you see yourself? That's, I think that's where theme parties. And that's 100%. literally where we're going. You yeah. know, it's but not to pigeonhole ourselves into into one kind of look. By all means, yes, we are we are a vintage bar company, and we're really pushing to create more fantastic scenes. And we're working with amazing people like Pippa, who helped us very recently. She's a a florist, and we've dipped our toe into the world of floristry which is mind boggles me and it's awesome um but you know again, enhancing the beautifully bars like to that. set a scene oh, i mean God, what it's, you can do it's so is, intricate is and it's so cool and we're so thankful that we have so many people that are willing to help us out um but yeah you know it, uh, turning up and creating and setting these scenes I, a bar can be so much more than just a uh, counter you serve drinks out of yeah. i think it can be a time a machine or uh, somewhere to export uh, transport you somewhere completely different as you say, the, the site looks fantastic. The pictures look great. We ought to give a quick plug to the site and the website. So what, what is yeah, the website the, address? www.thedrunkenjockeys.co.uk. Yeah, perfect. Not <laughs> .com. <laughs> You're proper own little jingle there. That sounded very good. Uh, no, I love the shots. I think they're great. So well done for taking those. We were talking we were. off air, which I thought was quite cool. We were chatting off air when the music was playing and I asked you where you store everything because you've got a lot of kit and caboodle now. So how does it all work? Where oh, do you store it? June Frito, the, <laughs> the right. legend that be. Um, she, we, my, my nan has a big drive, so Arabella lives there. Should we um, correct that? We should, used to have a big drive. Used to have a big drive, yeah. <laughs> used to be drive in, drive out, now it's just drive in. You don't, can't drive. <laughs> um, also, the other drunken jockey, Will, his parents have kindly let us have one uh, at the end of his garden. Shout um, out to Jez and Amanda. Shout Thanks. out to Jez and Amanda. Um, shred and butter uh, down in... Uh, downsized they let us do some space there and lucas um, barry and oh. lucas barry the uh, one of our he he has a really big garage and we you know it's he's oh you can borrow it and now you can't get in it <laughs> but it's so important to have that sort of support when you're kicking off isn't it it does make the difference for you which is great so yeah so let's talk about some of the places you've been to actually <laughs> we um, one of our favorite events that we've done um came very much out of the blue so next to uh, shred and butter and downside there's a a corner shop and I think for about six months, we lived off vegetable samosas and Costa. <laughs> and it wasn't even the nice Costa. It was the, one, the ones that you get out the machines. You yeah, just press a button and it makes it for you. Every day, come in the snow, you can't feel your fingers. We had a veggie samosa and we'll have a Costa. Anyway, we were surfing in Cornwall uh, a few months back. And where were we? 
Polzeth. In Polzeth. It's okay. so, so beautiful down there. But, That's um, lovely. That's great. Anyway, we got a call saying, oh, yeah, with the, um, for one reason or another, the caterer couldn't do it. Can you, can you help us out? Uh, it's in Kew Gardens. Wow. Bearing in mind, you're in a wetsuit with a surfboard ready to jump So you in the picked sea. up a book in Kew Gardens down in Polzeath. Yeah, yeah, we were literally, That's like, novel. literally in, in wetsuits covered in sand. <laughs> and they was like, can you do it? And we looked at each other and like, okay, I think we're going to have to. So, yeah, we just, we... we this was Monday morning, yeah. I think, and the, the wedding was on Saturday, I believe. It was an engagement party at Kew Gardens. And we, you were just like, wetsuit on, surfboard, ready to jump in the sea. And you just got this call and we're just like, yeah, let's do it. Like we we're small enough, we can react to uh, and also, to it and it, yeah, it was such a great a event as well. It was it was it was such a great event. It was um, loads of people. So how how many people at the wedding? Three hundred. Three hundred people. Yeah, at Cuba. This I mean, wasn't even a wedding. Big, so this was, uh, this was an engagement party. Engagement party. Yeah, it was uh, wow. one of three. I think. Uh, yeah, three. one of three. I think the big weddings in the Savoy this summer, which I think we're doing as well. They've they've decided to. Yeah, obviously have us back, and I think we're very well, lucky. That's a huge compliment. So, well, yeah, I think return bookings is something that we're very lucky that we get quite often. And I think hopefully it's a testament to, to th- that we're good at what we do. Yeah. Um, but it was honestly, it was uh, little Will was managing the staff, making sure kind of they were kind of working with us as best they could. So you took but, over Kew Garden staff to make the thing work, that right? Yeah, yeah. exactly okay. that. Go on, go on. Um, and Will and I had to do cocktails for three hundred people, just the two of us, and it was. We had no Mad, choice, and yes, they yes. already printed the menus as well, so we didn't have any say in what the cocktails were, and there's eight of them. Uh, so you're fully trained in that, then? You yeah. Guys? I mean, so uh, you've yeah. been through courses. Yeah, very I mean, much there's so. There's an art form in that as well. Yeah. Getting that right, not that easy. Was, it was fun, you know. Being creative in all senses is fun, but we went on these courses, and Will, if I'm honest, you know, I I, I love it, but Will's, Will's really... He holds the flag for us in that department from using smoke, smoking the cocktails, mm. which is like the, you get a smoke gun. I and saw that picture though on, on, online where you got the cocktail. And it, yeah, it's, it yeah, looks like dry ice coming out of the it. Man. Yeah, it's uh, hickory wood chip and then smoked. And well, that's then really cool. My parents uh, kindly let me use their uh, one of their wedding presents, which is a, a wedding cheese board with a, a glass cloche over it. <laughs> so we're, I'm using that currently for uh, our, our smoking. Like uh, uh, glasses with uh, doing like a smoky old fashioned or like whiskey based. Co- whiskey. That's really nice. That's yeah. really good. So you've been to Kew Gardens. Where else? Uh, we've been we've been all over. We went to um, some amazing some amazing like big country houses, uh, which have, which have been really really fun. Uh, a lot of it for us is going and finding fields in and around Surrey where they do outside weddings. So Mark, uh, the guy who runs something called a field affair. Uh, he's been great. So essentially, he has a beautiful, so you've beautiful tied up space. With, okay, brilliant. Um, in down in Dorky, uh, no, Ripley, it's um, Warpleston. Warpleston, right. and okay. that's where you know they have big teepees, and you know we love weddings like that one because I think a lot of the kind of people that want those kind of weddings, the teepee weddings and whatnot, are, are very creative, and it also gives us that space so we can so we can make an area of our own, bring hay bales down and blankets. And you can props really make and, the difference because yeah. you need that space, don't you? It's important. Yeah, I think mm. we're lucky that we don't always with the internal bars, but when we do have the space, obviously we can rise to the occasion and make something that's really fun, and it, it really suits that kind of outdoor you know bohemian boho kind of style wedding that rustic feel which is really smart i like that lots my son who's a musician we've done some gigs recently and he's been booked for some bizarre stuff he did a a a party a couple of weeks ago 1950s arts party Mm. and he only stayed they asked him to open up he did three acoustic numbers following him was a pole dancer a lap dancer then a contortionist that was a bit weird and then two weeks ago he did a party over in chiselhurst and we turned up there and it was complete arabian theme 
And they'd hired, they could not just hire the, the, the tent, the Arabian tent, every single piece of furniture, mm. everything authentic. Absolutely brilliant. So that theme party thing, if they get it right, looks really good. Um, so bookings are coming up. You're, you're getting towards Christmas. Does that, is that a really busy time for you already? Or you've still got some space? Yeah, yeah. We've, um, we've got a few bits here and there, but we're, uh, it's a busy season for us. And yeah, Especially mm. fireworks coming up. Uh, yeah, we're, doing... um, we're at Isha Firework. Isha Firework's on Friday. Is it Friday? Friday so night. where is on that? Friday. Where at Isha Rugby Isha? Club. At the Rugby Club. Yeah, so at four, I think this is about 4,000 people. And we did it last year. It's, it was really, really good fun. Um, and obviously, you've got we've got a bunch of um, stuff for now, and then December it really kicks off. Everyone having little little uh, Christmas parties in their houses, and yeah, we can't wait. That would be good. That'd be very good indeed. So let's get back again. You've got the three bars we've mentioned. So we've got Sylvester. You said which was yeah. we've got Sylvester, Arabella, uh, and the pudding station, which are yeah. our mobile external bars, bars our, on wheels. Yeah, and <laughs> our internal bars, uh, which are the new stuff, which we which we really. So find. how many internal bars have you built so far? We've got. Two, two. We call them sets. So we've actually got internal. We've got four internal bars um, in all, uh, and we've got two sets that we've kind of designed. So one, uh, which is Florence, uh, which is a really nice uh, white, the Tudor one that we mentioned previously. Sure, uh, and, and like Albert Groves, yeah, and know, like Mediterranean of kind of style. And like, yeah, and we've got Albert, which is the darker mahogany bar, and it's yeah, it's really fun. Really fun. Yeah. And I love the idea that you're saying that you're going around the country looking for collectibles, antiquities that can build the sets for you. So where do you go to find stuff and what have you actually found that you're really proud of? Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those <laughs> it's one of those fun things when you turn essentially a hobby into into what you could call a job. But um the other well, Baby Will and I uh just, you know, we'll traipse around every car boot from from here to Cornwall or we'll go down to Kemp's Antique Market and or honest, honest, like, you know, even Facebook Marketplace, uh, Gumtree, you can never really stop me from, from searching. And I think Will's now got the bug. Um, we found some great stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things is we've got these old branded milk bottles. Yeah. Uh, and we do, we obviously, when you have welcome drinks, so some people have welcome Prosecco uh, at weddings. Uh, we kind of switch it up and we give them a welcome cocktail, but everyone's in a very unique vintage branded milk uh jar one jar i would say bottle, bottle from, yeah i think from like the 60s or something which is quite nice and we obviously we always pick and choose so you have ones that aren't so great but yeah we have all the all the nice things and the old soda the old soda dispenser uh from like the 30s i've got a really old one of those which is great the, the sewing machine is oh, be our trusty our trusty sewing it's machine falling apart a little bit now <laughs> that's just for display what, that's, it's kind of uh, become our little um our little flagship vintage it was one of our first vintage pieces uh, you see them a lot in like um, All Saints and whatnot. Yeah. But we found like a really old one and it was the first thing and it kind of kick started this idea of actually all these old beautiful antiques are so well made we kind of we thought it encapsulated what we wanted to create in a business. It's really yeah. good. It's really good. And as you were saying, once you start looking for antiquities and stuff like that, it becomes infectious. You can't stop oh, yourself. So You're fun. always yeah. looking for the next best thing. I'm a lot more like set. trying to sometimes rain Zach in a bit because he like comes back with a car full of like old like <laughs> yeah, dusty trunks yeah, he's, got a, he's got a P&L account he's got a yeah. balance sheet and he's spending all the money off the balance sheet just to yeah. buy the next yeah. piece it's taking the business <laughs> but I have to hand it to you when it all comes together it does look good which is but, great like, yeah. which is great so it's been <laughs> yeah, great having you in today let's just go through again what you do you do the cash bars so that facility's there so where yeah. everyone can buy their own drinks cash bar yeah so we do, uh, the general way we work is either we do a cash bar so people kind of pay their own way. Yeah. Or if you're hosting a party and you want to provide like one or two drinks for your guests, you can 
put like a tab behind and then we generally hand out some vouchers for people so then they get one or two free drinks it's a nice way to treat your guests to to something uh but without having to foot the whole bill or we um or you can just do an open bar um so that's where you just we agree a, a preset amount like I know, one thousand pounds or something, and then we'll just keep serving until until it goes dry. Right. Or we can also do where you stock your own bar. So that's where we come up with a, a menu together with our clients, and they and then we give them a shopping list basically, and we say, okay, go out and buy all these things just to make it cheaper, so they can run like an open bar Got and it. cheaper. And Got what it. they pay for then is just the the bar hire and the labour costs for us to to be down there. Yeah, that's it's, it's that's I mean. They're all great in their own way, but uh, the the last one, some people don't really want to go and buy all these crazy fun ingredients. Obviously, the more outrageous the cocktail, the harder it is to find. Yeah. Um, but you know, we we love it when people buy all the alcohol because you know it means that when their guests come over, we don't have to worry so much about you know how much if they've got you know, their card on them or money. We can just have a really, really great time and just serve serve drinks all night. I bet it's nice. And it's great yeah, you're it's that nice. flexible because you know people's yeah, budgets go up and down. You, exactly. It's so all you, about what you want to tailor make it for whatever right. they want. It's horses for courses at the end of the Which day. Which is good for drunken jockeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. And and let's just end then today because you, you, you also do the cocktails as you talked about. So let's mm. talk about some of where did you go for your training and what are your favourite cocktails to make? What do you really enjoy making? What's so, your specialities? Um, yeah, so we actually went down to a place in Portsmouth. Um, they're really great and we did a, we did a few days there uh, and over the last kind of year and a half we've gone on um, a course here and a course there so it's gone various places really. Um, in, terms of, in terms of the cocktails, you know, I, I'm a little bit basic. I, I really love a dark and stormy. I love, um, yeah, I just, I just say that's just my drink, if you like, but also mixing it up, you know, putting different types of rum in. Um, we had some really great guys give us some teaching over time, and they're like, well, you have the basic cocktails, but it doesn't mean they have to be basic, so you can use different types of lime, or you can, like I said, mix it up with the rum. So that's kind of where I'd go, and, and Will is... Uh, He's a lot more cultured when it comes to his alcohol, so yeah. I'm sure he'll have a better Have you invented any of your own concoctions that you really like? Ooh, good question. <laughs> so uh, I've got this, uh, the one that I'm really liking at the moment, it's kind of our own concoction, is uh, a bourbon smash, oh. which is Talk us through that then. What's delicious. in a bourbon smash? Okay, so Maker's Mark bourbon, which mm-hmm. if you haven't had it before, it's not like a really sweet bourbon, so it's not like Jack, Dan- Jack Daniels or anything. It's uh, it's kind of like a nice halfway house between whiskey and bourbon. And then you, you shake that with ice cubes, some mint, mm. and l- fresh, li- uh, fresh lemon juice, and a little bit of sugar as well. Sounds really and nice. And double strain it into a, into a nice whiskey glass with some ice, and it is absolutely delicious. If you don't drink whiskey, like that, is the, that will get you onto whiskey. Wow. Yeah. Sounds yeah. really good. I, mean, I don't drink whiskey, and I, I, they you, have, you they're not drinking them. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in today. I wish you all the best of luck with the business. Let's give the name of the company one more time and the website so people can get hold of you. So The Drunken Jockeys at www.thedrunkenjockeys.co.uk. Guys, you can also find us on Instagram uh, at, at the Drunken Jockeys or Facebook. Uh, yeah, give us a call, drop us an email. Um, we'd love to give you a chit chat and come and uh, host an event for you. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in. Wish you the best of luck up Thank to Christmas and next year. Thanks, Barry. Uh, good stuff. That is, of course, we have Will and Zach, and they are from the Drunken Jockeys. Mm-hmm.